Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studios at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. Today, we're beginning a new chapter for us in our Bible study of 2 Corinthians, and today we'll embark on chapter 4, and chapter 4 comes right out of the gate with some great statements regarding the ministry, and we're going to look at that in just a moment. Now, let me challenge you to do the three things that I like to remind you to do, and do them every day if you can. Number one, here it is, pray every day. I'm talking about actually spending time talking to God. Pray every day. And don't just, in a hurry, pray and get through, but spend some time. Number two, study your Bible. Uh, Don't just read it to get through it, but let the Bible go through you. Learn it, study it, love it, meditate on it. Get the content, the context, text, uh, memorize some scripture, but study the Bible. When you're done reading, you should be able to look back and say, hey, here's what God spoke to me about, or here's what I learned. It shouldn't just be I marked it off because I can say I read it now. Number three, witness every day. Some people cannot go physically, but everybody has some means of witnessing. They can write a letter. They can send a text, make a phone call. Some of us, we can knock doors. You can pass out tracks. There's a lot of ways we can do it, but challenge yourself to daily distribute the gospel. Somehow, some way to some person. Those three things will help you uh, stay strong in your faith. Now, if you have missed any of our Bible studies, you'll find all of those archived and available on the podcast, Striving for Revival, the podcast, and that is available wherever podcasts can be found. Go and type us in, Striving for Revival, hit subscribe. It's a free subscription, of course, and you'll have access to every Bible study that we've done. And I'm not talking about one or two. There are hundreds, I believe, on that podcast. We've gone verse by verse through most of the New Testament, many uh, of the books of the New Testament. We're still working our way, not uh, not in order as you find them in your Bible, but still working our way through a few of them, like we are now in Second Corinthians. We've also done studies in the Old Testament, and we'll do more of that as we move forward into the future. But all of that is there. In case you miss me on the radio, you'll always find me there on the podcast, and that might be easier for you some days whenever your schedule conflicts with the radio lineup. Now, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, Paul begins to declare his sincerity and faithfulness and his diligence in the ministry. In fact, I'll say it like this, chapter number 4 is a uh, ministry chapter at the beginning at least. It's Paul's endorsement and Paul's amen upon being involved in the ministry. Paul did not have it easy. Paul did not have it made in the shade, drinking lemonade, popular, everybody's favorite preacher. That is far from the case. Paul was public enemy number one most towns where he went. Paul, in this very epistle, had to, had to defend himself against criticism from Christians. Paul had been cut off. Paul had been uh, scorned. Paul had been beaten, imprisoned. A lot of things, we could say, happened in his life. Yet Paul said, you know what? I love the ministry. 
let me stop and say that if you think you're going to be in the ministry, you better get in this thing, not for the applause of man, not for the approval of the brethren, not for accolades or attention. You better get in this because you have an affection for the Lord, a love for the Lord, and a love for the work of God. It'll lose its luster in a hurry. The honeymoon period doesn't last very long. The uh, veneer will come off. The uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, outside looking in mindset will leave, and you'll see what it is on the inside. Now, that's great, but you better love the Lord. And Paul said, hey, listen, I love the ministry, the ministry. He said, I love the ministry doctrinally. He preached doctrine. He taught doctrine. I love the ministry practically. And he talks about that. <laughs> he describes to us what he did in the ministry, his own personal testimony. He is the result of Stephen's ministry, really, where his heart was pricked under conviction. And then on the road to Damascus later on, he got saved. And Paul gives us a panoramic view in this chapter of what it is to be in the ministry. And he begins the chapter uh, with a great statement. Now let's look at it together here. Chapter 4 in verse number 1, the Bible says, Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not. Now in the previous chapter, you'll remember have you if, having, if you haven't tuned in, he talks about the glory of the gospel and how it is so much greater than the glory of the law. And Paul had been chosen of God to be a minister of the gospel of grace to the Gentiles. And Paul says, we have a ministry. Thank God for that. He said, we have a work to do. We have a position. We have a cause. We have a ministry. You study the epistles of Paul, and he uses that word ministry. He talks about this ministry, the ministry, thy ministry. Paul knew what it was. It's not a profession. It's not an occupation. It's a ministry. And he talks about the word ministry throughout his, his epistles. Now, what a blessing it is, man. We have a ministry. And the only reason we have a ministry is because we've received mercy. Paul knew exactly who Paul was. He knew exactly what he used to be. And Paul made no bones about it. He said, the only reason I'm allowed to preach to you folks is because of the mercy of God. I've been given a post. I've been given a position. I've been given the privilege to preach because of God's mercy uh, in my life. He said, I've got a ministry because of mercy. All the epistles I've written, all of the churches I've planted, all of the souls I've seen saved, all of the people I've been allowed to minister to is because of the mercy of God. We have a ministry. Now, you ought to thank God for your ministry. Your ministry might not be what somebody else's is, but it is your ministry. God puts you in it. I don't care if it's shaking hands at the door. I don't care if it's smiling at people and being a greeter. I don't care if it's being an usher and passing a plate. I don't care if it's being a treasurer and counting the money. I don't care if it's being a deacon. I don't care if it's a Sunday school teacher or a bus worker. It could be a choir member or a pianist. Maybe you're a preacher. Maybe you're on staff. Whatever it is. Maybe it's a parent. You're a mother. You're a father. Whatever it is, you ought to thank God that you have a ministry because, listen, you say, but it's not as much as somebody else's yet, but you don't even deserve what you have. And by the way, every post in God's work's a big post. And the only reason we have any kind of ministry at all is because we've received mercy. And Paul said, since we have a ministry, and we have a ministry because of mercy, we faint not. He said, we don't quit. We don't quit. It's not easy, but we don't quit. <laughs> we have opposition, but we don't quit. 
We're not dispirited. We're not exhausted. We're not going to let ourselves live in discouragement. You're not going to knock me off out of the fast lane onto the exit ramp. I'm going full steam ahead for God. I have a ministry. God's given me mercy, and I'm going to stay at this thing. And if you and I would think about it in that perspective, we could say the same thing. If we understood that we've got a ministry, the God of eternity, the only God who is God, has seen fit to allow you and I to do something for him, that ought to make you excited. That ought to keep you stirred. That ought to give you some sort of a feeling of, man, i got to give him my all because of God giving me this opportunity. And then understanding what a sinner we are, mercy, to think God gave me the opportunity to teach Sunday school, and he knows me better than I know myself. God gave me the opportunity to sing in the choir, and he knows me better than I know myself. He allows me to be a missionary or a pastor. And yet he knows me better than I know myself. That is mercy. That's mercy. God's love and mercy. Man, God's been good to us. And when we stop and realize the rich mercy of God and the realization hits us that he gave us a ministry, I don't care if you're a shut-in, you've got a ministry of some kind. You can encourage somebody. There's something you can do or are doing for God. It ought to make you say, I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to quit. Even if nobody appreciates me, we faint not. If nobody ever says thank you, we faint not. If the money gets tight, we faint not. If the world on the outside begins to attack, we faint not. If the brethren begin to criticize, we faint not. He said, I don't just have a vocation. I don't just have an occupation. I'm not working in some industry. I am not a business kind of a man. I'm not choosing a career path. I'm not looking for a position to get me to another position. I don't have any of those things, but I have a ministry. He said, I have a call in my life, a burden on my heart, and a will of God to fulfill. And he said, because of that and the mercy of God that's been shown to me, he said, I'm not going to faint. Those Corinthians were trying to get Paul to faint. Whether they knew it or not, they, were dis- they tried to discourage him. They were, they were questioning his apostleship. Amen. In Ephesus, where he was when he penned these letters in Troas, he, he faced a lot of persecution. Paul knew what it was to have to battle, but here's his resolve. I've got a ministry because of mercy, and that makes me say I'm not going to quit. That's all of our time for today. That's chapter 4, verse 1. Join us next Bible study. We'll continue deeper into the text. Until then, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.